It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday through Friday, your team every single day during the week here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out on Spotify and all of the other places you like to listen to this show and all of your favorite shows across the Locked On Podcast Network. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly mailbag questions. Do that throughout the offseason and throughout the season. So go ahead and get those questions into me now, and I will answer them on Friday. Try to get those in usually around 4 or 5 on Thursday afternoon where I'll record and have them available the next day. You can either at me at Julian Council or DM me at Julian Council. But again, make sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council. I hope everyone's kind of caught their breath after watching that phenomenal division around in the NFL playoffs this past week, and especially on Sunday. That Rams-Bucks game where the Rams had basically pulled the Falcons up 27-3 and Tom Brady... Really, the Bucks defense and the Rams helping them with the four turnovers uh, allowed the Buccaneers to come back in that game before Matthew Stafford made an incredible throw. There's always going to be the questions on the zero blitz that Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator in Tampa, sent there where they got burned by Stafford in, who's been the best wide receiver all season long in Cooper Cup winning the Triple Crown. Great win for Sean McVay and the Rams, especially for a team that betted on Matthew Stafford. And what happened on Sunday night on CBS between the Bills and Chiefs Charlotte's second favorite team, just the heart stopper and the heartbreak also for Buffalo, just reminded me how fun the NFL is supposed to be. You look at this entire weekend, starting on Saturday with Titans, Bengals, wasn't the cleanest, not the most um, aesthetically pleasing game, but it came down to a last second field goal and Cincinnati doing something they hadn't done in over 30 years. And same thing when you look at 
Saturday night with Aaron Rodgers losing in what might be his last game in the frozen tundra at Lambeau Field where it's literally snowing and Debo Samuel, how well he played and that Niners defense and special teams, just how fun that game was. And then the other two I brought up on Sunday where every single game in the divisional round came down to the final play, whether it was a last second field goal or the walk-off touchdown in overtime with Kansas City. I forgot that feeling of excitement and joy during the playoffs And it's something I so desperately want to feel again when it comes to these Carolina Panthers. But especially when you look at the game on Sunday night between the Chiefs and Buffalo. And that one, I feel like, has to hurt a little bit, knowing the amount of Buffalo people that have moved here to Charlotte have refused to assimilate and just cover our city in blue cheese and wing sauce and Buffalo Bills garb. Which is fine. It's their right, I guess. But um, either way, it does stink to see a decent portion of the city so happy with the organization, especially when you look at who's on the Bills. We've joked to call it Panthers North. There's not really the ties anymore, considering that Ron Rivera is now in Washington and the team's not here anymore and all that staff's not here anymore. And But either way, with Brandon Bean, who grew up here in Carolina and learned from Marty Herney and now has become one of the better GMs in the NFL. And then Sean McDermott, the former defensive coordinator here in Carolina, he's gone over there and he has been wildly successful as a head coach. And you think earlier in his tenure, he was getting just absolutely lambasted for the Nathan Peterman debacle as a starting quarterback. And they found their guy in Josh Allen, someone who I was never high on and admittedly like, hey, I got that one wrong. And he was awesome on Sunday. I never in my mind could have imagined that Josh Allen that we saw early on in his career would turn it around like he has last season back in 2020. We've never really seen that where someone is so bad for the first couple years of their career and then all of a sudden turns it on and becomes one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and he gets paid. Then to put up the performance that he put up on Sunday against Patrick Mahomes, who is the best young quarterback in the league, I honestly thought Allen was better than Mahomes. The problem was, man, that Kansas City just finds a way, and what a hell of a game that was. And it leads you to also just think that, man, the Carolina Panthers are so far away from being able to compete at a high level against teams like that. They were competitive in the regular season against Buffalo, and they were competitive last year in 2020 against Kansas City on the road. But the regular season is a whole different animal compared to what you're going to have to deal with in the playoffs. And I just can't envision a Carolina Panthers team having to execute as highly as they did, Buffalo and Kansas City did in that game. It just does not feel like they're playing the same sport as Buffalo and Kansas City are right now. And that's kind of depressing. It's fun to watch as a fan of football to see what the possibilities are when a team is actually really good. But when you look at the current state of affairs here in Carolina, it gives even less hope in Matt Rule that he can get things done unless things drastically change here this upcoming offseason. I hope I hope it works. I really do. Like Those two teams are set at quarterback for the next 10, 15 years, depending on how long Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes want to play and how long they're able to stay healthy. But those teams are set. And I talked about it on Monday's show, like the Carolina Panthers got to get their own Joe Burrow, just knowing how quickly or seeing how quickly things turn around there in Cincinnati. Folks wanted Zach Taylor only won six games his first two years. I'm sure there's plenty of conversation of whether he was actually the right guy in Cincinnati. And then Burrow stays healthy this year, despite the offensive line being complete garbage. Nine sacks. He was able to overcome it. 
God, if they get one of those guys, like I said on Monday, that could really change everything here in Charlotte. But, man, that was a fun weekend of football. And just thinking about if the Carolina Panthers could be in one of those games, that would be awesome. It's just not sure when that's going to happen. But that also makes me think about just the quarterback powers and just the changing dynamics that we might be seeing here in the offseason as Tampa Bay might be losing Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers might be heading out of Green Bay. And also Sean Payton down in New Orleans is not committed right now to returning in 2022. We'll take a look at the changing dynamics in the NFC and what that can mean for the Carolina Panthers here in just a moment. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as NFL Championship Sunday is coming up this weekend. BetOnline.ag remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year, which means a new updated desktop and mobile website. So sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From the NFL to the NBA, college basketball, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so we've talked about how this is a vitally important offseason for the Carolina Panthers and specifically for Panthers head coach Matt Rule, who we all want gone for the most part. I'm willing to give him another opportunity. Don't have a ton of faith in him, but still, year three, Let's see what happens, especially coming up this offseason in March when free agency starts. That's where the Carolina Panthers have to make changes, re-sign important players, and hopefully change the outlook for this organization heading into 2022 season. Mainly at the quarterback position, on the offensive line, and then defensively, got to get the right guys and also sure up some spots like at linebacker in the middle of the defense, safety, and then find someone who can set the edge on defense. All things that Matt Rule and general manager Scott Fitter have talked about the Carolina Panthers need to do if they want to be a better team moving forward. But it all starts at the top when it comes to the quarterback position. The top can be the head coach. Doesn't really matter. I'm telling you, like Matt LaFleur has done a great job as a Packers head coach. But he's not going as far without Aaron Rodgers. And we'll get into that here in just a moment. You can look at any of these coaches out there, and they are only going to go as far as the quarterbacks that they have. I've mentioned this before, but Herm Edwards always said, back when he was in the NFL, the years I won, I had a quarterback. The years I didn't win, I didn't have a quarterback. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a shot, especially when you go back to what you saw this past weekend with Tampa and with Tom Brady and having Matthew Stafford there in L.A. The Rams got rid of Jared Goff for moments like on Sunday with less than a minute left, running out of timeout, and having Matthew Stafford, who's one of the best quarterbacks against the Blitz, being able to handle that pressure and hit Cooper Cup for a long first down that led to the game-winning field goal as time expired. Cincinnati, getting Joe Burrow at number one overall. Not every number one overall quarterback is the same as we've seen with Cleveland, as they had plenty of choices. They chose Baker Mayfield, 
Baker ain't Joe Burrow, but Joe Burrow has changed the fortunes of that organization. Ryan Tannehill, who the Titans were hoping could be that guy for them, who was just a game away from going to the Super Bowl a couple years ago before losing to a guy in Patrick Mahomes. You got to get past him. You got to get past Josh Allen over there in the AFC, and Tennessee doesn't have one of those quarterbacks. Now, the dynamics are different, though, when you look at the NFC right now. The young quarterback talent and power in the NFL is all on the AFC side. I just mentioned it. Patrick Mahomes, already a Super Bowl MVP and MVP of the league. He has now been to four straight AFC title games, all hosted at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Josh Allen has been awesome the past two seasons, and I don't know how he could ever play a game better than the one he played on Sunday in that losing effort against the Chiefs. Wasn't his fault. He was awesome. He was excellent. Kudos to that dude. Joe Burrow is a freaking He's been unreal since that year. He won the Heisman Trophy at LSU. The numbers that he's had last month of the season in the NFL, what he did in against the Ravens, either way, a banged-up Ravens team, and then what he did in the playoffs against the Raiders, what he did on Saturday against the Titans, and then, of course, in that win-you-gotta-have-it game against Kansas City a couple weeks ago in Cincinnati. I would want a Joe Burrow every day of the week. And then Justin Herbert, who not too long ago in a game that they had to have on the road against Las Vegas, they lost that game. Wasn't Herbert's fault. He was awesome in that. That's where the young quarterback power is. And you can even throw Deshaun Watson right now just because we'll see what happens in terms of where he ends up. But the AFC, you got to get through those guys. You got to get through Mahomes. You got to get through Allen. You're going to have to get through Burrow. You're going to have to get through Herbert, depending on how things work out with the Los Angeles Chargers. But really, it's going to be Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, those three guys. And really, it's Kansas City and Buffalo. Those two guys you got to get through. In the, NF- in the NFC right now, who you got to get through? Tom Brady could be done. And if he's done, and knowing the cap situation that the Bucs have, where they have about $10 million of cap space to work with, if Brady's not coming back, there's not an easy successor there. It's not going to be Blaine Gabbert, Kyle Trask. You can miss me with that. They don't have the answer after Tom Brady leaves, at least currently right now, even if Bruce Arians on that staff. And they might, they're probably going to lose Byron Leftwich. Maybe we'll see. Todd Bowles, what happens with him? And all the other players that they have are free agents right now. Like Ryan Jensen, their Pro Bowl center. And then Jason Pierre-Paul, I think Sue's a free agent. Uh, Chris Godwin, who has an ACL, he's a free agent. What does Tampa Bay look like next season? Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay. Gets to another playoffs, has a number one seed. Not able to get to a Super Bowl. He had the issues last year with management. Apparently that relationship with the GM, Brian Gutekinds, is better now. But what does he want to do? Does he want to stay in Green Bay? Does he want to get another bite at the apple? Their cap situation is also a dire one where Green Bay might be thinking it's time to rebuild with Jordan Love. And Matt LaFleur obviously still there as a head coach as they might be losing their OC, Nathaniel Hackett, who seems to be the front runner for the Denver Broncos job. There's also Sean Payton down in New Orleans who did an excellent job coaching that football team this year despite the injuries, despite the COVID issues and what they had and did not have at quarterback this season. He knows that their cap situation is is also terrible, and it might be hard to find a quarterback, so he might be ready to hang it up as well. Well, at least with New Orleans. We don't know what's going to happen in terms of if he wants to go somewhere else. Russell Wilson is going to leave his options open in Seattle. A lot could be changing here in the NFC right now. The AFC, as I mentioned, those four young quarterbacks, they're going to be a problem for the next 10, 15 years. Rodgers is going to be gone soon, soon enough either way. Same thing with Tom Brady. Russell Wilson... 
I don't know what he exactly is looking for right now in his career, especially after all the success he's had in Seattle. But those four guys could be gone in terms of those three quarterbacks and then Sean Payton. And the NFC South, just looking at that for the Carolina Panthers' perspective, Bucks look a completely different team. Who knows what New Orleans is going to be without Sean Payton because they really haven't been much without Sean Payton in their history. And then Atlanta, we're not really concerned about them as Matt Ryan eventually is going to no longer be the quarterback probably the next two, three years down to I-85 South in Atlanta. The young quarterbacks that are here to stay, that you're going to have to get through, not all of them are really young, but there's really three guys you look at where their organizations have to feel pretty good about them moving forward. It's Dak Prescott down in Dallas, who hasn't done anything in terms of the playoffs to make you believe that the Cowboys are that big of a threat as long as Jerry Jones is in, in charge. Matthew Stafford had an awesome moment. Still, he's got, he's got to get it done on Sunday. We'll see what happens there. I believe in Stafford. I think he's always been a good player. If you look at his career, he's actually has like – he's one of the top guys in the NFL during his career when it comes back to last-minute, like fourth-quarter comeback wins. And then Kyler Murray – who was dreadful in a playoff game, and there's jury still out on him. But those are the only three quarterbacks I look at it where you know for sure in the NFC that they're going to be coming back to their organizations next season. This is an opportunity for Carolina, not just with the division, but in the NFC overall to find a way to identify that quarterback and to be able to get this organization in position to take control of the division and then not have to worry about who they got have to go through. They don't have to worry about Mahomes. They don't have to worry about Allen. You don't have to worry about Burrow. There aren't those guys right now. It's and even back when they're even with the guys there now, like Rodgers, he hasn't really been great in the playoffs since they won the Super Bowl. Brady was awesome on Sunday, obviously, but again, he's not gonna play forever. I'm just looking at this and seeing the opportunity that is available for this team this offseason and how they have to take advantage of it if they don't. Oh, my God, it would be frustrating. And it's a scary thought that this there's a window that's open for Carolina, but they're still in transition. They're still trying to build this. And you you really hope to God that Matt Rule is not lying to us and he's actually telling the truth and he's, we're just not seeing it when he says that the process is working a 1,000%. Because right now, the door is ajar. And the Carolina Panthers could slip right through there and they could position themselves to be one of the powers in the NFC for the next decade if they can make the right decisions, namely finding that quarterback, whether it's via trade or the draft or free agency, whatever it is, to put them over the top and be the guy that the Dax, the Staffords, the Kylers, the Russell Wilsons, whoever it may be, have to go through if they want to go get the Lombardi Trophy. That's what I hope can happen this offseason. Will it? To be determined. Also to be determined here in Carolina is who's going to be joining the Carolina Panthers staff. It was made official on Monday afternoon that Ben McAdoo will be the OC. There was also other news as Matt Rule continues to try and put together his coaching staff ahead of the 2022 season. We'll get into that here in just a moment. Hey, Panther fans, this is Julian Council with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store right now. 
Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back by using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out any time to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get the 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, let's give a hearty welcome to Ben McAdoo as he is officially the Offensive coordinator here for the Carolina Panthers, at least for next season. As I've said, it does not feel like Matt Rule will be here past next year, but we will see. Ben McAdoo was one of the first boxes he had to check in terms of trying to fix his offense, and I imagine that Ben McAdoo will play a role into who they bring in as their offensive line coach, and there's also other two positions that the Carolina Panthers, primarily Matt Rule, has to fill on his staff heading into the 2022 season. Still needs a special teams coordinator and still needs a defensive line coach aside from the offensive line coach, which again, Ben McAdoo will play a role in finding out who that will be to hopefully turn around a unit that was among the worst in the National Football League. And as we've seen, it is possible to overcome a bad offensive line. I'm wondering just how far you can go, though. It will be an excellent case study on Sunday afternoon in Kansas City when Cincinnati rolls into Arrowhead Stadium and tries to beat the Chiefs with that offensive line. Joe Burrow is that guy. I've already said how much I love this dude, and I wish to God. We had the conversations a couple years ago, heading, what, two years ago, not that long ago, so a couple years ago, whatever, about whether the Carolina Panthers, like once they hired Joe Brady, if they should trade all their assets to go get Joe Burrow as the number one overall pick. And, well, the answer, obviously, yes, they should have done that. (laughs) Clearly, they should have done that because Joe Burrow is really freaking good. I don't know whether San Francisco made the right decision in trading up to get Trey Lance. Jimmy G is good enough to get him to the Super Bowl and to get him back to an NFC title game. We'll see if he's going to be good enough to get him to a Super Bowl, the second one in three years on Sunday. It's also a team effort. He's also not healthy. He's got the torn ligament in his thumb. He had a shoulder issue. So while people were trashing Jimmy G in the first half on Saturday night, it's like the guy is clearly not right. He hasn't been right, but yet he still gutted it out and made some big plays when they needed him to. He's also put the team in bad situations where the game is still alive, like against Dallas a couple weeks ago. But either way, Mortgaging your future is something that a lot of teams don't want to do. But, man, had they mortgaged their future for Joe Burrow, they would be in a really good situation. But back to the original point, offensive line is a problem. And we will see if Kansas City, or Cincinnati, rather, can allow nine more sacks and then still get the the Lamar Hunt trophy and then go to the Super Bowl. I, I don't think they're going to be able to do that winning formula again which it wasn't really a winning formula. I don't think they're going to be able to do that again, especially with Patrick Mahomes on the other side, opposed to Ryan Tannehill, who is never going to win anything. 
um, as a starting quarterback of any team in the NFL. That's Lamar Hunt trophies, uh, whatever the NFC trophy is called, and that's obviously the Lombardi trophy as well. Won a division, congratulations, plenty of quarterbacks can do that, but can they win things when they matter? Well, the answer for Ryan Tannehill is no. But in terms of the Carolina Panthers, though, looking at the staff, Ben McAdoo, he's here. I've already said it. If they don't get a quarterback, they don't fix the offensive line, it does not matter. Ben McAdoo will have the same success as Joe Brady did. Now, he has way more experience than Joe Brady. He has the shared Tom Coughlin background that Matt Rule has. He's had success as an OC, granted. He had a Hall of Famer and Eli Manning as his quarterback, but still. Then when he was coming to plays as the head coach of the Giants, things fell apart. Didn't have the great organizational peakable skills to be a successful NFL head coach, even though he went to the playoffs his first year. Everything fell apart there in that second season. I don't hate the hire of Ben McAdoo, just knowing who the candidates were. Rule's going to feel comfortable with him because of the Tom Coughlin thing. He's a he's an experienced play caller. He's been a former head coach. This was probably the best they were going to get, unless there was just some other no-name candidate we don't know that's apparently an actual offensive wonderkin, unlike Joe Brady, who was sold to us as his offensive genius, which he's not, at least not right now. Eventually, could be that, but he's not right now. Other news that came out on Monday from Mike Garofolo of NFL Network about the Carolina Panthers coaching staff was that they were very close to getting a new special teams coordinator. Chase Blackburn, no longer here in Carolina. They're doing a new one, and they apparently whiffed on it. Special teams were very important on Saturday, as we saw, and this past weekend with all the kickers and how well they, that they played. Apparently, the Panthers had conversations with Thomas McGahee, who Formerly was actually here in Carolina as a special teams coordinator from 2016 to 17. He currently is the special teams coordinator with the New York Giants, still under contract after being retained by Joe um, Joe Judge. He was originally there in New York. Pat Shermer hired him. He was retained by Joe Judge, who was a special teams coordinator with New England and clearly thought enough of McGahey to keep him there. He's still under contract. He's also spoken to the Giants about staying there and with the Chargers. The interesting thing about McGahey, not only that he's, he's been here in Charlotte before as a special teams coordinator, but he also coached under, guess who? Tom Coughlin. The Tom Coughlin influence, like I told you on Friday during that emergency episode, is just all over this organization. Eventually, every single person on this organization is going to be a Tom Coughlin disciple. McAdoo, Rule, Sean Ryan, everyone. It's just, it's incredible. So the hunt for a special teams coordinator continues as they were not able to come to terms. McAdoo, that's one. Still need a new D-line coach. And then again, offensive line coach will probably be a joint decision from Matt Rule and Ben McAdoo. All right, I'll keep you up to date with that throughout the rest of the week. Also going to continue to Look more in-depth at this offseason, the needs, and maybe also looking back kind of on the season as a whole as we take inventory what the Carolina Panthers need to continue to do, hopefully here, as they try to find new coaches and look at the available players there in free agency and via the draft heading into the 2022 season. So we'll get into all that throughout the rest of the week here on Locked on Panthers. Again, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Odyssey, and all of those other great podcasting platforms. And be sure to follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions. So make sure to either at me or DM me at Julian Council to get those questions into me by late Thursday afternoon to be heard on Friday morning. Thanks again for your support, and I will talk to you all on Wednesday.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL Draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.